<laughs> Did I scare you? Listening to the podcast, it answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. And I'm Josh. I'm back, bitches. Yeah, there he is. (laughs) That's right. We got a special guest for this week. Uh, Josh from the uh, defunct. Dearly departed. (laughs) It shouldn't be. Rest in peace. (laughs) Shouldn't be this hard podcast. How are you doing today, Josh? I, I, today, in particular, I am good today. I am better now talking to you fellas. Um, oh, I, I love you. sweet thing to say. Hey, you know, shit happened this week, and uh, I leaned on you dudes pretty heavy. So, I love you. <laughs> love you too, bud. Good to have you here. Yep. Um, if you just noticed, I turned around. Some lightning just scared the ever-loving shit out of me and my dog. So. Oh, I thought you were looking for bright eyes. Turn around. <laughs> Every now and then I get a little bit lonely. <laughs> Vinny, how are you doing today? I'm super. Just hanging out with my buds. About to Duplass all over this place. I'm gonna Duplass all over your face. <laughs> Alright, then That wasn't nearly as sweet as Josh. So, Josh, you're in the pole position at this point. Ha. I'm the winner. All right, uh, for those of you who haven't listened before, this is not the podcast where I pit Josh against my brother, although it could be. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is, the po- <laughs> this is the podcast where we two brothers, and sometimes guests, switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Josh, you selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie you selected? This week, I picked a movie that your friend, I believe John, came on and picked the first uh, movie, and... I've been patiently waiting for you guys to do the second movie, and it never happened. So I'm picking it, and you allow me to do it. I'm picking Creep 2. Yeah. I wasn't (laughs) sure if I should allow you to do it, but John, I don't think listens anymore, so I thought I could get away with it. I feel like maybe it's going to be a tense text once this He definitely peruses the titles, still. <laughs> okay, uh, John, I'm sorry I didn't mean to step on your toes, uh, but I've been waiting. Like, I believe John's been on since then, right? Several times, yes. He's Because uh, he picked Day of the Triffids after that, and also The Fly. That's right. That's so, right. Uh, all right, Creep, yeah, we did with John. Go listen to that episode. It's a pretty good one because we laugh uncontrollably about the P alarm. Uh, the, the guy that, <laughs> that Marzuplas kills in the first one. The cruelest, like, schoolyard thing to own the P beeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe one of the harder times we've laughed on the show. Uh, maybe I'll let John get back at you so- at some point, Josh, and, like, he can pick, uh, uh oh, what do we do? The Conjuring 2 or yeah, something. Yeah, he can pick. <laughs> <laughs> he could John, he could t- he could pick up the mantle of the conjuring for me. John's gonna be like, God damn it, I don't even want to pick that one. <laughs> pick yeah, insidious. But you never know. I mean like spite makes you do crazy things. That's, That's true. true. <laughs> hey Jake, are you gonna get into another long tirade about Blumhouse Productions? I was tempted and there is something in my notes about it. 
That's right, folks. Another Blumhouse Productions because Mark Duplass is the fucking. Uh, is he like the owner of Blumhouse? No, no, that'd Not be even remotely. Is it John you know Blum? Is? Jason oh, yeah. Blum. Jason Blum. That's right. Yeah. That's why it's Blumhouse, Blumhouse. and not Duplass House. Duplass House. <laughs> no, Duplass. They, uh, the Duplass brothers own another film, uh, film company, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's called the Squishy Chair Company or something. That's right, the Fluffy Chair or something. I remember, like, they had a movie a while, like, a while ago. They made some. Yeah, no, Vinny. What you're trying to draw me into is talking about Mumblecore with uh, Mark Duplass, and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I almost got you. Close. Movies like Cyrus and <laughs> Jesus another Christ. Duplass Brothers movie. It yeah, was. sure. Yep, yep, that yep, yep. Wild. And the other ones where Lena Dunham is upset about things. But anyways, <laughs> or Greta oh. Gerwig before she started playing with like real life Barbies. But <laughs> uh, this was kind of Blumhouse, I think, slightly before Get Out when they got all fancy, and now like. I don't think they fuck with shit this small anymore. <laughs> it's just too above it these days. They're like, mm. yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't know if I, I think they've. This was the same time that they were produ- producing a lot of like horror movies for Hulu. Like Hulu had a lot of like, like Blumhouse, like straight to Hulu uh, horror films that were terrible. <laughs> they still do yeah. that, like from here and there. Yeah. And this one was for Netflix, and I assume that's because Creep did well on Netflix before that. Yeah, so that's what point, I guess. They were just like, ah, fuck it, let's just like buy another one. And like, this has to be dirt cheap to make because it was only an hour and twenty minutes of you know just two actors, a camera in one location. <laughs> yeah, and like ten actors, <laughs> like total. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So. Yep. Uh, what did we think of Creep, the first one, Finn? I enjoyed it. I thought it was, um, I mean, for, uh, would you consider this found footage? It is, like, technically. Yeah. It's absolutely found footage. And when it comes to, like, found footage movies, I think it's probably one of my favorites, because I like Mark Duplass. I think he carried the movie pretty well. His character is very interesting, and he's a fun guy, that Mark Duplass, so. I just, like... Yeah, he has an interesting uh, charisma. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, you know, the end of the movie where, oh, this is spoilers, so, you know, you should definitely go back and listen to our episode of Creep if you don't want to know yet. But at the end of the movie when he ends up, like, axing uh, that dude, it felt so, like, snuff film and so fucking raw that it was just, like, it's intense. Like, I don't know, I, I, I really liked it, and I thought I was... Not really gonna like the second one the first time I've seen it, but um, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. But so this is like my second time seeing it for this uh, <laughs> so, show. So you're breaking the rules of your own show. You're telling us what you thought of this movie before we even get into it. Not true. You're Not... allowed. Actually, you're allowed to bring it up if you saw it beforehand. Oh, okay. Yes. He's saying that previous to rewatching it, he enjoyed it. Yes. So... Okay. Okay. Yes. Never mind. We'll find out I'll after we discuss up. it this time if it scared him. Correct. Get back Jake, in your yeah. fucking lane, Josh. I'm scared. Yeah. Jake, how did you feel about the first creep when you watched it? I, I, this is like maybe, I don't know, the, a burgeoning midlife crisis, but. 
Like Bojack Horseman, I'm like, nothing on the inside, nothing on the outside for most movies. It simply seems to be something I watch and it washes over me. What did I think about it? It was a found footage movie. There were parts of it I found annoying. That's all I remember about it now. I assume there's an hour and a half where I speak more eloquently about it, but... (laughs) Uh, to be honest, I did not go back and listen to the other podcast to make to see how you guys felt about it. Uh, I remember you guys making a lot of jokes about it. Um, and what uh, I remember most is Mark Duplass saying to the dude, "Hey man, did I freak you out with my rape story?" <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Just because. Yeah, there's no one who's ever answered no to that. <laughs> yeah, the whole story behind Peach Fuzz is a pretty fucking wild. We, Someone we, wrote that down. We we might have found the one person that would have uh, said no to that question. But <laughs> we'll get there when we get there, that's for sure. That's true. I don't know if someone wrote it down, but it really seems like Duplass is just making shit up as he talks. That's what the yeah. magic of Duplass is. Yeah, I mean, like, they're not, like, really intricate stories. <laughs> we just roll with it, you know. If someone hands you, like, a wolf mask and they're like, tell a story that gets increasingly disturbing, like, yeah, that's a place you could end up with it. That's a good point. That's, yeah. He's, he's got a fucked up mind, that Mark Duplass. All right, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get in the movie? Uh, I liked the first one. Um, I didn't love it, but uh, I did. I did enjoy it. I, there's something about it that I do enjoy. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, right, everybody. We we know how everybody feels about the first one, so I guess we're uh, just about ready to dive into the second one then. Tight. All right, mate. Let's tarry no further. All right then. Let's go to the movies. Yeah, why not? What else we got to do? (laughs) All right, let's start the Indie Production Company Parade. And Vinny, here's my 15 minutes on Blumhouse Productions. Bum, 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 bum. (laughs) Vinny, do you remember how Jason Blum got his start? Worked for Harvey Weinstein? Huh? (laughs) Produced Paranormal Activity? Made a lot of money? Eh, forget it. I'm not going to do it again. We got black title screen with a dog barking in the background, and we hear some rustling. A guy opens up a box with a DVD in it that says, Watch me. He's walking around his house with it. He sits down on his couch to watch it, and we don't see the screen, just his reaction. Is this guy... What do I know this guy from? I think on Auntie Donna's House of Fun, he played Jerry Seinfeld. I think so. I, I mean, I've seen him in a bunch of, like, really bit roles in other things. Yeah, he's in Deadpool, too, right? He is. He's the ca- he's the cab driver in Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. Where he's got that yes, vendetta yes, yes. against, um, uh, Dupinder? I think that's his Yeah, Dupinder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he had him in the trunk. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so he sits down on his couch to watch it. We don't see the screen, just his reaction. Yeah, there's a lot of whistling on the video, and then there's a knock at the door. He gets up to answer it. We hear Mark Duplass's voice. He's like, hey man, what's going on? The box guy tells him about getting some weird DVDs. And then a wolf... Uh, let's see, that basically has a nanny cam in it. And Duplass is like, 
who could have done such a thing? <laughs> you know, like we saw the first movie, so we know who. <laughs> well, you don't do- really know that it's the wolf mask. It's just the camera with like, I mean, like you can't really tell. No, he says it's a wolf. He says I got a stuffed wolf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like is, he calls it like a baby wolf head or something like that. I can't remember exactly what he says. Baby pizza. Vinny, as always, was on Instagram while, while this was happening, going like, Haha, "What a crazy movie!" <laughs> <laughs> I get the gist Anyways, of it. Duplass tells the guy, "Oh, this is your home in the video," and he's like, "Yeah, it was last night, I guess." <laughs> Duplass tells him it's time to call the police, but the box guy says the cops didn't do anything the last time he called. This is all very familiar for the first movie, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duplass is like, hey, where's your gun? He's like, what? I don't have a gun. The Duplass is like, excellent. <laughs> yeah, you can see him almost like kind of rubbing his hands together like, ooh, good. Yeah, it's like when the radiated freaks in the hills have eyes are like, tell us your defense capabilities. <laughs> So stupid. Such a stupid fucking movie. Anywho. Mark Duplass is like, hey, do you have a John Wick dog? (laughs) (laughs) I just need to know to make sure that I'm completely free to do what I need to to you. Yeah, it's the only thing that could mess up his plan is the Baba Daga. The Boogie (laughs) Dog. Fox guy offers Duplass a beer. I'm never gonna get over that. I I totally forgot. It's gonna be my new thing whenever I see a dog in a movie. I'm I'm gonna be like, forget about them dying. Maybe the dog kills everyone. (laughs) The Baba Daga. Yeah, the Boogie Dog. All right, so Box Guy offers Duplass a beer, and when it gets up, Duplass starts giving flirty eyes to the wolf camera, like, hello there. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Yeah, he's... He sets it up. What I love is that... What I love, what he does is, like, he engages the camera, and then he flips the wolf head around to the table of, like, let's set the scene. Yeah. And I love... I love that the guy's just like, he doesn't even realize that the head, like, why are you turning this box at the table? (laughs) He just hears some rustling. He's getting some beers. Come on. You're right. It's a high stress situation. He can't be like taking all this in. He's like Vinny. He's on Instagram, not noticing this. True. Mm -hmm. Box Mm -hmm. guy comes back with a beer and he's like, what's going on with you, Duplass? Duplass is like, man, what a sweet guy you are. Concerned with me while I'm stalking you. He's like, what? And he's like, never mind. <laughs> Give it about another some... <laughs> two minutes in our conversation. You'll find out. He's like, excuse me, can you put this axe behind your couch? <laughs> I need they you drink to some... <laughs> hold this knife. <laughs> it's probably better if I get your fingerprints on it. <laughs> they drink some beer and Dupas talks about how great male bonding is. Unfortunately, this is a uh, lead into a creepy turn somehow. Uh-huh. What's sad is watching this, I was like, man, this is how me and Vin and Cody and Austin always talk to each other. Man, I love you. You're such a good dude. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> just like dudes just bonding, you know? Like, Isn't it nice to connect with men? I'm so going to murder Vin when I meet him. <laughs> wow, get ready for that, Vin. He's already left you the clues. Like that snowman. <laughs> 
Dupas says he's worried about us. And Box Guy's like, what do you mean? We're friends. What's the problem? Dupas says, we're meeting at the same stores, reading the same edition of Infinite Jest. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Are you guys like dog ear in the notes in the back, too? <laughs> Vin, do you uh, have any idea what Infinite Jest is? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a thousand page cool. book with uh, 200 pages of footnotes on the back. <laughs> and it's a really weird story. So Duplass is like, we're meant to be best friends or soulmates, but since we're not heading for greatness, it's time to end it here tonight. And he's like, <laughs> Box Guy, I need you to answer me a question honestly. Do you ever think about how we met around the same time as you started getting the DVDs? And the Box Guy's like, no. And he's like, Box Guy. <laughs> and he's like, you know it to be true. And he's like, I knew it all along, but I didn't want it to be true. Search your heart. Duplass says, whatever happens tonight, it's not your fault. Anyways, here's the wolf I'm secretly recording you with. Box Guy is very freaked out as Duplass is talking. And then Duplass takes a knife out. He's like, man, since I turned 40, I've lost all my fucking inspiration. (laughs) <laughs> Box guy gets up and Duplass slashes his throat, spraying his blood against the wall. Then he sadly throws his knife to the ground. Then he drapes his arm over Box guy's head. And he's like, "Man, what is happening to me?" <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's having an existential crisis right here. <laughs> he's like, "My heart's not even in it. I mean, obviously, I still have to kill you, but like, where's the joy?" He's like, I "I've mean... been doing this so so much." <laughs> I love that, like, the, the center base of this movie immediately is just like, yeah, what happens when a serial killer hits midlife crisis? Yeah. Yeah, it's just for anyone with a creative endeavor. It's like, how do you push through when you get to a point where you're like, man, I'm not even enjoying this anymore. <laughs> Anyways, enjoy our episode on The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> As somebody who just also turned 40, I, I identify with this movie. <laughs> Maybe you'll I mean, find... obviously we're gonna we're gonna keep slitting throats here every week, so don't worry about that. But I'm coming just... for you, Vin. <laughs> oh man, I just hope that you find your Francis Coppola. What's that mean? Well, you'll find out in a little we'll bit. We'll find out soon. <laughs> wow, that's why they call Vin the best tease of the biz. Also, because he likes to jostle dicks before he moves on. <laughs> Got to touch them all. Oh boy, what? <laughs> John Carpenter asks music. Oh, finally. <laughs> As we get the opening credits. Then we see a collection of Craigslist ads and we hear a woman's voice about a show about meeting people behind Craigslist ads. I wouldn't watch that show. You know what? I would. <laughs> yeah, I would. People post oh, you sick, bro. You sick. You yeah. want to hurt core nine. <laughs> people post I would some be. strange shit. Like... I remember that, like, there were, like, fucking ads taken out on Craigslist for, like, meetups to have sex, and then Craigslist is like, yeah, we gotta take this shit down. Yeah, I had a friend that that arranged for one of those, and then he got scared and left the hotel after he paid for the hotel. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, this is a real-life shit. <laughs> That's probably a good idea, because he was almost certainly about to be robbed. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or Kevin yeah. Spacey'd. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what, you mean he was going to fake a limp? He was going to make Baby Driver. 
<laughs> uh, no, I feel... All right, let me go on a rant here. Here's the problem I think I would have with that show. Mm. It's like, you ever notice when you get suggested, like, reels or TikToks? Yeah. That, like, a full 90% of them are, like, a bunch of, like, staged bullshit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I would feel like watching that show. Like, I'd be like, lies, lies, lies. Which one of her lame fucking friends had to pretend to be this weirdo? (laughs) So Jake is not into those paranormal, like, TV shows. This isn't even paranormal. This is, like, an even more boring version of, like, people in New York. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just think your cynical brain... And it might even be, like, everybody's, like, you know, lizard side of your brain where it's just, like, you just can't believe anything that's put in front of you. No, I can believe real things. I just don't like being lied to. It, it Like, the show reminds me of this show that was on Netflix where it was, like, about this guy that went around, like, researching death in different places. Uh-huh. Oh, I like that show. I like that show. So, like, this, that's why I was like, oh, this could be interesting if it's done well. Like, right, it could be. Yeah, I I feel like that was like a pretty good uh, barometer of like how you can run those kind of shows because it feels like no bullshit. Yeah, All right, listen, gentlemen, thumbs down, unsubscribe, first comment, <laughs> fake. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, we're going through this lady's like intro to the show. That's a Jake's job. What are you doing? Ben, what the fuck are you doing? You're not allowed to drive this car. Oh. If you don't want to drive from Pittsburgh, if you don't want to drive from Pittsburgh, you can't drive this fucking car. It's horseshit. I offered to drive through Pittsburgh. Jake said no. Vinny, what's the first thing I said when I got in the car? (laughs) I'm fucked up on NyQuil. No. (laughs) No, I said I feel like I'm home. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, you did say that. Anyways, oh, get in the back seat. I'm the one hopped up on Nyquil driving this <laughs> thing. Right, she meets with a bearded dude who is building spirit pots. Now he points out a spot in the room with cold energy. I mean, this is already enough for me to be like, no, next video. Click, click, click. I'm just like, this dude's on mushrooms and having the greatest time. <laughs> and she meets with an old guy looking for a talk buddy. She's like, what are you looking for? It's like, what? Those two words didn't communicate it to you? <laughs> you see, talk is when you communicate with your mouth, and buddy is friend. <laughs> do you get it now? I do. Poor illiterate woman. <laughs> ah, what the fuck's going on, buddy? <laughs> then so- we get a quick... <laughs> I'm not your buddy, guy. <laughs> We get a quick shot of him making way too much eye contact in a pool. Then she's meeting another dude and she's just cuddling a little. Then there's the familiar YouTube pop-up for other episodes. And the YouTube lady is upset because she's getting even less of an audience than we do on this podcast. (laughs) Up top. Then she does a confessional on camera about how nobody's watching her show because it sucks. Now she's starting to sound like Jake. (laughs) Self dunk. <laughs> Wait, Vin, I'm about to get there. <laughs> Me and Vinny do this every week before we record. <laughs> she tells the camera she might be deeply untalented. She thought she had a talent for bringing out the vulnerability in people, which is like, what? 
That's not you just sound like a manipulator, lady. A- again, I've never related to a character so much in my life. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. I feel very untalented. <laughs> oh, th- in oh, that, that way. part. Yeah, that part. Like, I love making people vulnerable. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> She's like, I never thought I'd make money, but she thought she'd make something for some weirdos. Yeah, how you weirdos liking this show? Hi. <laughs> yeah. What's up, you weirdos? I always say I never thought I'd make money at it, but maybe a little part of me did. <laughs> oh, maybe I'd Jake. get big enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someday I'd be riding around town in my podcast limousine. <laughs> Those delusions of grandeur are growing. Spending my podcast bucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally yeah. what Anchor gives you, too. It's like, here's some podcast bucks, buddy. <laughs> Out for dinner with Conan O'Brien and uh, Sarah Koenig <laughs> from Serial. <laughs> Maybe Adnan Saeed's there if he got out of jail yet. <laughs> Ira Glass from This American Life or whatever. No, I can't stand Ira Glass. It too bothers me. Every This American Life promo is like this. It's like, hi, I'm Ira Glass. This week on This American Life, a clown that only laughs on the inside. It's like, yeah, so I've been a clown for like 30 years. And even though I'm making other people laugh, inside, I'm feeling real sad. This week on This American Life, I'm Ira Glass. That one's for my wife who's heard me do this bit about a hundred times. Oh, it's fucking great. Oh, fuck, you just made my day. Oh, fuck. All right, Ira, let's continue. <laughs> uh, I'm Jake Albrecht. This week on Did I Scare You podcast. <laughs> she tells the camera this is the last episode. We are encountering her failure. Oh, because this show's called Encounters. That oh, also fuck. sounds eerily like you, too. <laughs> she tells the camera the next day she found an ad online looking for a videographer who was also an interview with the vampire family. <laughs> I <laughs> I can't wait till we get because this pays off. <laughs> when Vinny picks interview with the vampire at the end of this show. Oh fuck, dude. You're in trouble. She, she texts the number saying she's interested. Not much else is introduction. Dupas asks back in text if she scares easily. She says no. Well, do I have the podcast for you, lady? Because <laughs> it won't scare you either, so. He asks her name, and she doesn't say it first, but then she's like, ah, fuck it. And then he says, your name is the name of my favorite song, Let's Beat. I said the same thing to my first girlfriend. Don't stop me now, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop me now. She's driving somewhere secluded to meet Duplass. Is she recording it for no reason? Yep, we're in a found footage movie. <laughs> well, no, because she's got to introduce the show like three fucking times before she actually gets into the show. Yeah, don't you love those kind of like shows on like YouTube where like they constantly have to just like reiterate everything that they've just fucking said? And it's like, I get it, just. Come on, let's let's continue going here. As a communications yeah, I... major, you should know this. You have to keep letting them know. <laughs> oh man, no, yeah, that I was can't... Jake. <laughs> it's 
Can't imagine having any issues with viewers when the first 30 minutes of your podcast is you driving somewhere. And we're here on the Did I Scare You podcast. <laughs> That's... This week on This America. <laughs> That's now right, the starts... Did I Scare You podcast. This is the cloud crying on the inside. <laughs> now she starts her 10th episode. Then she gets all meta about how it normally works. You haven't done enough of these to know how they normally work, lady. How many episodes has she done? This is the 10th. She says literally it's the 10th. Oh, okay. And final. And she's like, normally I'd avoid this situation, but that's why the show has been sucking. It's like, geez, give it a chance to breathe, lady. Then she knocks on the door and goes in, and it's completely dark. She turns the light on. Dupas is in the kitchen, juicing. She says, hey, but he's like, can't hear you over the mixing of nutrients. Except he doesn't say it. He, like, pantomimes, like, the juicer in his ear, you know, in his Duplass way. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, like, a really mute look to his face, too. He does. Yeah. And because he's nearly in his final Pokemon form as Mark Duplass, he has a slight ponytail. Yeah, yeah, it's not very impressive. It's, like, just enough. Oh, Duplass, I choose you! Duplass, Duplass! Duplass, Duplass! Yeah, once he gets that to a full man bud, he's reached the final stage. Evolution. Then he sounds more like Duplass, Duplass. Mark Duplass. <laughs> then he fights his brother who's like, Jay Duplass! <laughs> Anyways, he uh. brings her a juice and uh, what's happening then? He's like, it's poisonous, waka waka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he tells her he can tell she gave him her real name. Then he's like, listen, can we start this with a hug? <laughs> then he tells her he's glad that she was already filming. Because that's how you do a found footage movie. <laughs> He's like, he says, you're hired. You always keep the camera. Yep. Now he's like, are you a filmmaker? And she's like, yeah, I shoot wedding videos. And he flinches like, liar! But he doesn't say anything. He's like, no, you, you're like Judd Apatow. You just let cameras roll. <laughs> now he's like, listen, I'm a serial killer. And I prefer to just be called a killer, but unfortunately the numbers suggest this higher title. I mean, like, the thing I like about the delivery of all this, actually, is that it's, it, he's being, it's so, like, honest. <laughs> and it's just, like, there. <laughs> yeah, it's like your pretty traditional, like, Mark Duplass earnestness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just like, uh, you know, like, I'm a killer, but, you know, I guess you would have to call me a serial killer just because of how many I've killed. Yeah. I don't really like the term. <laughs> and then he's like, but you know what? It's like the greatest job in the world. And then he's like, but I am going through a midlife crisis and I don't trust my instincts anymore. And he's like, I used to meet dudes and I just like cut them up and then <laughs> the universe would present itself to me through their sternum. <laughs> But now she's got, like, a job. I'm just, like, really, like, sawing through bone. Like, really feeling every, like, inch of it in my elbow. He's, He's like, time to make the donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, like, I didn't used to notice the smell, but, like, there it is. 
And then he's like, I read an article about Francis Ford Coppola, and he was like, I basically haven't made a good movie since The Conversation. And I'm like, lies, Apocalypse Now came after that. And he's like, but listen, I'm still trying. And he's like, and that's just so beautiful and so on point. And he's just trying to get to his inner Coppola. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if he would recast Keanu Reeves in Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Francis Ford Coppola did. (laughs) (laughs) He said he felt too bad for him. (laughs) Dupas says it's time to make a new kind of film. A documentary about a prolific serial killer that nobody knows about. Eh... I'd rather just watch Seinfeld again. I see Jake's like, pass. He tells her she can bail if she wants, but if she stays, he promises not to kill her for the next 24 hours. She's like, man, I would definitely check to make sure my watch was working first. It'd be like, now is this 24 hours of you saying it right now, or is it 24 hours at the start of the day before I got here? Like, I need details. I'll never tell. <laughs> oh, logistically, <laughs> logistically, I guess it would just be after she agrees to it. <laughs> yeah, I want like a handshake and like look at my watch and be like, and set. I mean, but I mean, it's a good deal. <laughs> It'd be like the <laughs> next morning. He's like, mm, you want some breakfast? It'd be like, oh, it's kind of kind of close. Nah, I gotta go, bud. <laughs> he's like, I just made French toast and I got coffee going. It's like, oh. Fuck, I do want some French toast, but do I risk my life? And they're like, just toss it in a bag. I gotta take that on the road. <laughs> also, do you have a card? Are you allowed to pursue me? They'd <laughs> be like, well, I'm not gonna tell. I'd be like, great, I'm definitely slashing your tires on my way out. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, yeah, make the French toast. I'm gonna go outside and slash your tires. Oh, yeah. Anyway, she agrees immediately. Sure, why not? It's a movie. She thinks it sounds great. He doesn't think she's passionate enough, so she's like, sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Then he shows the video from the first movie where he kills P-Alarm. She keeps asking questions, and he's like, watch. Like, just, like, watch the movie. You'll find out. (laughs) I love how giddy he is. (laughs) I was gonna say, it sounds like me talking to my wife when we're watching movies. I hate I hate people like that sometimes because like I'm just trying to engage, and then all of a sudden it's just like, but wait, what does he mean and where is he going with this? Like, just fucking watch, just let it play out. <laughs> the movie will tell you. I don't know. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, except what you just said stays up in here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's see. He's getting the wolf mask on, and then he starts singing the Big Bad Wolf song. And <laughs> this really just underlines how unaware of his surroundings PLR was, because he's standing behind <laughs> him for like three minutes. Yeah. Well, this guy's like, man, what a weird issue of Vogue magazine I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, because like, if I'm not mistaken, at the end of the first one, he's he's going there to meet him again. Right. Yeah, to break and it so off completely. Yeah. yeah, but but like, there's nothing in his fucking head. Like, well, this guy's fucking weird, and he tried to like, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, because Duplass said at like the end of that movie too that he's like, you know what your problem was, P beep, you were too trusting. Yep. And it's like, how? How the fuck was he too trusting? Like, 
uh, around Mark Duplass that whole entire movie, he's fucking unwell. Yeah. Listen, I still maintain, I said it at the time, I'll say it now, there's no way someone at that lake didn't watch him axe that guy, man. <laughs> so if someone's not, like, cutting the grass across the way, and it's like, I swear to God, I just watched a wolf guy, like, axe another guy in the head. He's like, hey, Roger, did you see that motherfucking wolf guy over there? <laughs> Put that axe in that motherfucker's head. <laughs> be like, yeah, Stan, it was pretty fucked up, man. Oh, wow, we're all doing voices. He's like, oh, okay. shit, those mushrooms fucking hit me hard. Okay. Yeah, Chris Moore is a werewolf. A guy comes downstairs and he's like, hi, it's me, Ira Glass. I'm on vacation this week. <laughs> this week on This American Life, a wolf guy hit another guy in the head with an axe. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm like a wolf guy and I like swinging axes and heads. <laughs> this week on This American Life. <laughs> Oh fuck! So Duplass gets <laughs> the end of the the fucking video. Yeah, then, then what happens? Yeah, then he, he scampers a- off. <laughs> yeah, in his Duplass way. Now he asks what what's her nuts, how she feels about it. Yeah, he turns the camera around on her, and then he's like, "Well, what'd you think?" And she's like, "I think it's interesting." And then he asks her the eternal question. Did I ski at you? <laughs> she answers no. It's almost always no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually. Although this time around, it's just like, I fucking, that would have warranted a little bit of a yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that would have gotten the brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Mark Duplass showed me that, I'd be like, yeah, I'm scared, dude. <laughs> He'd be like, great, I did it. <laughs> I, I left something in the car. I just need to go <laughs> get my charger like, i left my keys in your neck <laughs> anyways she sees the axe on the wall gets creeped out and then he leaves the room and comes back in just a towel so things are escalating quickly well before she leaves and like then like she kind of lets a little bit of emotion of like holy fuck that's like, fucked wh- up what the fuck am i getting into <laughs> kind of shit <laughs> well, so anyways <laughs> Well, boy, it just gets worse from here, because he's like, you know, men in locker rooms always are snapping towels at their genitals. And I'm like, never going to a locker room with Mark Duplass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, he's got the towel ready, and you turn around, like, on the butt cheek, and he's just like, nope, front ways. And it's like, what? That's <laughs> that's not how it works. Oh, my circumcised he's got dick. A fucking- He's got a wrist motion that creeps it up. <laughs> it goes up and under. From behind, in between your legs, <laughs> then it stabs back at you. He's gonna go pro. <laughs> Anyways, he's like, there's a wall between men and women wondering what they look like naked. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> this, he says, this, this makes sense to me for some odd reason. <laughs> He says, we need to tear that wall down, and then he tosses the towel aside. <laughs> yeah, and everybody get naked. Now I've seen Mark Duplass's dick. That's a yep. nice dick, Peter. That's a wonderful dick, Peter. That's a wonder- wonderful dick, Peter. Wonderful. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just going to acknowledge it's forgetting Sarah Marshall and move on. <laughs> he asks how she, how she feels, and she feels good. And not to sound like a certain former president, but let's rebuild this wall, man. 
And she asks if it's her turn now, and he's like, what? <laughs> then she hands him the camera and tells him to sit, and then she starts taking her clothes off all matter-of-factly, and he pans up because he's not a pervert, just a serial killer. Yeah, he's got some morals. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, are we good? And he's like, yes. And then she goes to the bathroom with the camera, starts doing a confessional, and I'm like, lady, you already fucked up. Once you took your top off, this can't go on YouTube. Yeah, it's already going to get flagged. You're screwed. Your episode's done. Ah, <laughs> oh, black says, bars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, wow, I almost went into a joke I would have really regretted. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> when Jake is inebriated, it, 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 those barriers kind of come a little down. Don't know what you're talking about. She says all the red flags are up, and then she notes she hasn't been here ten minutes before his dick was out. Then she says, this is all I've ever wanted from a subject. I'm like, wow, maybe you're just a horny lady. <laughs> if she was really, he, she really just wanted to see Duplass naked, and he could read that on her. I'm pretty sure my first girlfriend that I had sex with said the same thing. Like, god damn, he was here ten minutes, his dick was out already. <laughs> You just can't help it, you know? Just like you said we were, we were going to do this! <laughs> yeah. We're already in a game, let's do it, come on. Yeah, but that was at a bris, right? <laughs> she thinks he's not a killer, but just in case she hides a knife in her sock, he's knocking out the door and being like, what are you doing? Stop doing confessionals in there. This isn't real world road rules challenge. <laughs> she comes back. She's like, a lot of tension, a lot of tension in the house this week. Someone's pounding at the door. I gotta take a shit, get out. Tweedledee, tweedledee. She's like, Tech took his clothes off and then Mark Duplass did, so then I had to. Then they sent Ruthie for alcohol rehab. <laughs> what is happening to this house? <laughs> Very specific references to someone who's watched real world Hawaii like I have. I fucking love it. Anyways, she comes back and he tries to yell jump scare, but she doesn't. She's like, what? Then she's like, hey, you got a bald patch in your beard. He's like, oh, really? I probably use that in a story later. (laughs) Then he's like, all right, let's go outside. Then he tries another jump scare. Please stop. (laughs) <laughs> they're driving down the road and he has his wolf mask on and he's like what do you think about this and she's like well as a passenger in this car I'm not like psyched <laughs> yeah it's like I love it's, that uh, incredibly dangerous right now <laughs> I thought that was a great line <laughs> yeah it reminds me in high school I had this like real doofy kid was driving me once named Ryan McKirk I probably shouldn't have named him oh well <laughs> named Roger Berserk <laughs> But anyways, Ryan, when he was driving, like, turned to me and my friend Jimmy once, and he was like, hey, want to see me drive bad? And we both instantly said, no. <laughs> and then he just started swerving his car all over the road. And being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I couldn't relate to how she felt emotionally in this moment. <laughs> He's like, it's not dangerous at all with this wolf basket. Crash. And he she was... tries to ask this dude if he believes in God. He's like, yeah, yeah, shut up. What do you think about the wolf mask? And she's like, I think it's cute. What? Yeah. Like, lady, 
Hold on to your libido, Christ. Yeah. Keep that dick in the pants. Hold on, it gets worse. He stops the car, and she's like, I think you're a cute little wolf. And then he's like, I'm a naughty wolf. And I'm like, I should probably leave. (laughs) I should. I Listen, Duplass lady, let me get out of the car. Let's. I'm out of here, okay? It was a nice ride, but it got fucked up. I'm pretty sure this is how the Pam and Tommy tape started, though. I would never know, because I never watched the beginning. He's like, I'm a naughty wolf. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I thought that was just him using his giant dick to drum on, some... <laughs> drum on a snare drum or something, right? He was, yeah, ma- then... he was making peanut butter jelly sandwiches with him. You know, it's funny is when we were younger, my dad, whenever he would bring up Tommy Lee, he'd be like, you know, I hear that guy's got a monster cock. <laughs> Like, Thanks, Dad. Oh, yeah. I guess that's front page news now. Um, yeah, no, they're flirting in a way where it's like, you know, when you're like, when you were younger and you'd be hanging out with two people and it's clear that something's going to happen, but it's not with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel watching this. <laughs> Good Anyways, point. they're hiking in the woods and he's like, hey, she asked if he had any friends growing up and he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Then he turns around annoyed, being like, hey, stop asking questions. Then he takes her to a river, but he's pissed because the water level is lower than when he scouted it. <laughs> he was like, I was going to come up out of the water. It was like a real Jesus metaphor. Then I was going to jump off a bridge, you know, like Jesus did. <laughs> I don't know what verse that was when Jesus jumped off the bridge and got fucked up. <laughs> uh, Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah, it was Ezekiel 357 and Peter said to Jesus no man don't do it you're fucked up then hey, Jesus said I could do it I could totally do Paul it bro said, <laughs> Jesus Paul said, said no seriously dude you're gonna hurt your legs and then Jesus said I ain't never hurting nothing especially not these wrists and then he jumps down yeah Jesus was like I'm on masculine and then snapped both his ankles <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesus gets up from the water, foot turned the wrong way, and goes, Oh, gnarly. <laughs> and all the apostles go, You sick, bro, you sick. I love this guy. <laughs> Watch him perform that miracle. And he snapped his ankle back into place, and he's like, Tubular. <laughs> and then he turned the water into wine, and they drank his blood. <laughs> I was going to say he turned the blood from his ankles into wine. Into wine. Now it's a party. <laughs> anyway, she tries to marshal him by being like, remember about Francis Ford Coppola? Ugh. He's like, yeah, that's a great idea. I should give Martin Sheen a heart attack. He's <laughs> sitting in the water giving a monologue, waving his arms around, and she's like, "What? what what's with the arms? He's like, well, if the water was here, they'd be like, oh, what did it? And she's like, please stop. Yeah, he's like, if you know, you want to put it in effects, like the water's a little higher. And it's just, he's like, have you seen my editing skills? I can't <laughs> fucking do that. I've just introduced the show for the third time. <laughs> Anyways, then an airplane goes over, so they're taking a plane break. <laughs> And he's like, listen, can you help me with the ponytail? So she wades into the water with him and redoes his hair. He's kind of pissed because he's like, I didn't want you to do the whole fucking thing again. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what he was looking for. Like a twig in there? Like, what did he want? 
Just straighten it out a little bit. She like yeah. just redid it completely. It's not that impressive a ponytail. He's basically strung like twelve hairs together. <laughs> Anyways, he goes into his monologue again, but a bird interrupts him. Then he picks up a rock and throws <laughs> it at him. And I imagine Brendan Gleason should wander out of the woods like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> I just I love the steady decline in his fucking like mental health. As this whole shit is going on, because he's just, like, one thing goes wrong, and the next thing goes wrong. <laughs> I just like it. It's relatable. It, it definitely is. feels, it's like, oh, look at serial killers react like us on Meltdowns, too. <laughs> serial killers, they're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, except for the killing and everything. We're just, like, we're just two guys, what? you know? Male bonding. <laughs> Anyway, she interrupts him to tell him he's getting shadow on his face the next time he tries. Then he looks very put out, and he's like, I'm taking a break. (laughs) Then he squishy walks past her, and the bird chirps in like, finally my chance. All right, it all started in the egg. (laughs) I thought that uh, Duplass was like soggily like walking away. I thought he was going to go like book it back for the tree and start throwing more rocks at the bird. (laughs) No, Taika Waititi would have did that. That's true, yeah. (laughs) Anywho, Duplass disappears, and she tells the camera he's a drama queen who isn't used to collaboration. Uh, a certain brother of his would disagree. Yeah. (laughs) Then she climbs the mountain looking for him and hears him growling in the brush, and she finds him laying face down on the ground. She reaches out to touch his shoulder, and he holds her hand entwining the thingies, and he's like, please don't leave. Then we cut to black. Mm. And she turns the light on her camera, and she's like, Duplass isn't talking. He's playing the same jam band song on loop. That's a reason enough to leave, lady. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. If I gotta listen to fucking Dave Matthews or Fish again in my life, it'll be too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think this is even worse. It's just like a band inspired by Fish. <laughs> oh, man. Not a band that's inspired by another band that was inspired by. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah they're probably called Hatchling. <laughs> Be like, oh, man, they're pre-warming up to the warm-up. Anyway, she thinks he needs space, but she'd rather go down there and provoke him to get the materials she needs. So she opens the door and finds him in a hot tub in a glass case of emotion. And he's like, I need you to go. <laughs> he's like, I don't want you to make the documentary. Take the money and leave. But she's like, I'm not turning my back on you. I'm she not your friend the... no more. <laughs> <laughs> she turns the radio off and he's like, turn it back on. That's my favorite song. And he says, it <laughs> It does more with one instrumental slow jam <laughs> than any musician ever. And, and any poet ever. <laughs> He's like, it's from an unknown band from a long time ago. And he's like, you don't want to know my story. But he turns his face around like, eh? (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, he's casting the line out. Because, of course, any time that you're like, it's an unknown band, that'll pique a little interest. Yeah. And you know if someone's talking about a slow jam band they like, that you're not getting out of there in less than 25 minutes. (laughs) Oh, no. Just like like one of their pointless songs. It was 1978. (laughs) Okay, we're off to a slow start. (laughs) 
Yeah, like it wasn't about the music; it was about the feeling. And it's oh, like starting to right, lose dude, interest. You got your dick sucked in a concert. Like, great for you. <laughs> Big whoop. Been there, done that. It was 2001. I was at a Cottonmouth Kings concert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, getting a little more interesting. <laughs> like Ravel was the next band on the stage, and I'm gone. <laughs> And he tells her, uh, oh, wait, she's like, I do want to know the story. And he's like, okay, then. <laughs> he's like, I was 16, but I could pass for 18. Weird start. <laughs> and he's like, so I went to see an obscure band that played YouTube song. <laughs> I mean, he actually says it's her name, but let's say it was called YouTube. It's called Scott. He, he doesn't know. <laughs> it was about a gentleman who got cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> It was on his birthday. <laughs> He's like, I felt like I belonged for the first time, but then the band had to move on. Anyways, I'm walking home from the concert, and a guy picks me up. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, this is going to be a good day. Yep. Anyways, then he beat DePlus with an inch of his life, and he had him dig his own grave, tie himself up, blah, blah, blah. Basic concert story. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, your usual at Coachella. Yeah, the Juggalos do this all the time. Hey, do not besmirch the gathering. <laughs> no, Those... at Coachella, I was kidnapped by the hologram of Tupac Shakur. Though. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he then, like, took you behind the porter bodies. And he was like, dig your own grave. <laughs> <laughs> dig your own grave. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, who killed you, though? Be real. And he's like, I'm a hologram. I don't know. <laughs> I was born I'm yesterday. Someone, <laughs> I'm someone's imagination of what Tupac was like. Isn't that right, Coachella? <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, California <laughs> knows how to dig some graves. Anyways, Duplass is like, I should have been mad. It's like, that's a word for it. And he's like, but I had to admit, he was very charismatic. His only flaw was he's bad at nods. So anyways, I slipped the ropes and strangled him to death. And it seemed kind of like a good career path after that. <laughs> yeah, then he goes into some crazy shit after that. Well, he's like, I lied about my beard hole. And I'm like, after watching the first movie, I'm like, Oh, God, what's this going to be? <laughs> He's like, I have a disease where I pull my hairs out. He's like, my first victim had the same condition. It's like, slip, no, stop, stop, pause, pause, pause. You're telling me a guy picked you up within 10 minutes, had you dig your, your own grave, and it was like, I think it's important before we do this that you know about my medical condition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on heart, I'm on heart medication. I've got high blood pressure. I've got. <laughs> He's like, you notice the patches on my beard? It's not because of an issue of testosterone, although maybe related. I haven't had my teeth tested. <laughs> And he's like writing all this down. He's like, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. This is going to be great for a weird backstory later. Yep. Anyway, so he's like, oh, once I strangled this guy to death, I inherited this condition from him. 
sure. And he's like, I basically steal stuff from all my dead bodies. Like, I'm fucking rogue from X-Men. Oh, I was going to say, like, he's Walter White. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you don't know that theory? In Breaking Bad, every person that Walter's come across that he's killed, he gets, like, one of their traits. Hmm. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I just know he's the one that knocks. He kills Crazy 8. He always cuts his peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. He kills Gus. Um, Was it like the way that he prepares? He always fries chicken. He always (laughs) eats chicken. (laughs) When he kills kills Mike, he's always talking about his granddaughter. (laughs) When he lets uh, Jessica Renner die, he just, he likes taking meth. (laughs) Uh Whoops. Uh Uh-huh. You were saying Kristen Ritter, but you ended Christian. up on halfway with Jessica Jones. That's right. I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, after he kills Kristen Ritter, he hangs out with James Vanderbeek, and people don't trust him in apartment 23. <laughs> She's the B. Anyway. <laughs> she sure is. <laughs> Anyways, that's all gone now. I lost all my powers. That's why I'm sad. But I'm like, but now you can fuck Gambit. That's true. And he's like, that's why I want you to go. It's going to be a bad night. In response, she puts the camera down and gets in the hot tub with them. Then she gets behind him and starts giving him a massage. Then she commands him to close his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he's letting out big, deep breaths and she's rubbing him. And I'm like, I don't want to be here. (laughs) No, Jake, they told she handed the camera to you, and she's just like, park your ass, and you're like, uh, no, gross. Yeah, and like, as disgusted as I am, the instincts kick in, so I start framing it good. No means no. <laughs> I'm like, let's work on the lighting. <laughs> anyway, she's like, do you feel better now? And he's like, maybe if you reach both. <laughs> Then she's like, I'm going to go take a shower. And I'm like, me too. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be so hot. Scalding hot. Need to get clean. Anyway, she gets out. And then he sinks down in the hot tub. I guess to rub one out. (laughs) Then we hear the shower. And he's talking to the camera. Being like, man, thanks YouTube for doing what you did. I think you're real special. He's like, you're (laughs) inspiring feelings in me. Nice feelings. Yeah, as the camera pans to the knife on the ground. Then he creeps around while she's showering, going right up to the curtain. Then he goes to pull it, she jump scares him with the facial mask on. Then he starts growling on the ground, and she starts growling back at him, and I'm like, ugh. But I did like that she actually scared him. <laughs> yeah, and it's not a facial mask, she just had like a bunch of scotch tape Scotch over tape, yes. Yeah. She's going, uh, <laughs> that's the latest in skincare. <laughs> it's called the Scottish method. Oh, drink, Anyways. you drink scotch and then you put scotch tape on your face. What a crazy yeah, and you night. you have some haggis. <laughs> oh, what a night. Uh-huh. Then they're doing hide and seek outside, I guess. Mm. He's going around a basement and she manages to jump scare him again. Yep. Then we cut to him chopping some wood. She's like, I have a question for you. Do you want to hit me with that axe? And he's like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> he's like, but then we wouldn't be able to have fun anymore. And then he's like, you know what? I thought I would die before I could share my work. But now I can share it with you, so that's pretty cool. 
That's what we're going to say to Josh before we kill him at the end of this episode, too. Yeah, we can't do it now because it would be counterintuitive. Like, it's pretty neat you listen to pieces. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of which. <laughs> Look behind now, you. <laughs> now he's playing pool. She's like, do you feel remorse about the people he's killed? And he's like, yeah, a little, but I gave him a warning. I mean, he's a so, fair murderer. Is that how we feel about it? Sure. I mean, he's yeah, like, he's given, like, some of these people a lot of chances to, like, get the fuck away. Then he's like, listen, like, the bit about interview with the vampire, that means that they know what they're in for. And I'm like, what? Does he kill Christian Slater at the end of the interview with the vampire? I genuinely don't remember. I just love that he's just, like, I used it as a plant to let people know that I'm pretty dangerous, and it's just, like, you're dangerous for watching Interview with a Vampire? Well, yeah, doesn't Tom Cruise kill him? Uh, I thought so. Didn't Chris, Kirsten Dunst kill Tom Cruise? No, Tom Cruise lives off rats for a long time. Yeah, which is like... I love that movie, actually. So. It's the rendition of the she, book, too, yeah. She tricked Lestat or whatever. Ah, fuck it, whatever. Ah, fuck, you, guess what, Vin will pick it, and then you have to watch it. Anyways... He's like, I put an axe in a stump with the last guy, and he just walked right past it. And she's like, does that mean you'll kill me with the blender? And he's like, ha, 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 that's actually a really great idea. <laughs> but I promised I wouldn't. Yeah, and he's she's like, like, I said I'll never be able to kill you. And she goes, up, 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 24 hours. Like a like, fucking chode. <laughs> you saucy mix. That's silly you to point out. Now I can do it. Yeah, he's like, you're totally <laughs> fucked. Look behind you, rock. <laughs> he said like in a, what's this, uh, the, the screed guy. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's doing dishes and he tries to scare her and it still doesn't work. And then she's like, why do you have my camera? And he's like, listen, have you spent any time in the woods, like, watching deer? And she's like, if that's, like, the level of question you're going to bring, please put the camera away. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I thought I was bad. And he's like, okay, and then he does it. And someone is pouring some wine, and Duplass keeps saying, Mommy needs her juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. He's so saucy. I like it. <laughs> then he's like, I was reading a book called The Journalist and the Murderer. Probably could have workshopped that title. Yeah. And he's we... like, it mentions that the journalists sometimes lie to ingratiate themselves with their subject. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, I was watching a show called Encounters. <laughs> Encounters. Fucking liar. Yeah, and then she like, you can almost like immediately just be like, well, jig is up. I t- What's that clock on the 24 hours? And oh, shit. <laughs> I'd have been like, well, uh, that's been real fun. <laughs> yeah. Also, part of her has to be like, wow, all right, one and nine, eight to go. <laughs> I bet I could meet all of them. <laughs> Anyways, he's like, listen, I don't think you've been lying per se. You've just been playing around with the facts. I like to do it myself. But I never lie. And he's like, now I'm not mad, but I want to ask you a question. All right, be honest. Do you believe I'm a serial killer? 
She says, no, your stories are ridiculous. And I'm like, right? And he goes on forever with them. <laughs> and she's like, why would you make a documentary if you're a killer? Wouldn't she go to the police? And I'm like, I feel like you're really leaving out a pretty key scenario that could close that loop at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I won't go to the police tomorrow because tonight you're going to kill me. And he's like, I've made lots of random kill videos. But one where the pupil fells the king? Oh, I think that's going to be pretty sweet. And she's like, why do you think I'll do that? And he's like, because it's going to make a great episode. I This sounds like, you know, like your typical, like, boardroom for, a, like, some show. Like Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, or like in the video drum. <laughs> video drum? Video, video drum. drum. Video drum. Yeah, James Wood, it's like, finally, we're getting something here. <laughs> it looks so real anyways then he goes to get his mask and he sets the camera down and he gives her the axe and he lies down on the coffee table he's like oh yeah just like lop my head off yeah fell the king <laughs> do it off with his head and he's like the mask is so you don't have to look at me while you kill me you're just like killing a wolf guy <laughs> and then she's like so you want me to chop your head off and he's like yeah you got it then she raises the axe up, and he's like, go ahead. Any minute now. Let's do it. Sweet release coming right here. And like, you just gotta... <laughs> Once it's up there now, like, gravity just takes control. You just gotta let it drop. Just gotta, like, let it drop on my neck. That head will come right off. It, it'll just... It'll slice right through. <laughs> just stand there, like, shaking with it. Like, uh, I don't know what to do. And he's like, for the love of God, I'm getting uncomfortable. He's like, at this point, you're, like, actively not... Because if you just dropped it, it would probably do it. <laughs> and he's like, all right, fine, different idea. He's setting up with a rope now. I'm going to jump off, and if you don't save me, it's like you killed me. Then he drops down, and she runs over and pulls him up, and he falls, and the screen goes black. Now, Duplass is looking for her. Because he's got an even cooler idea now. But she's getting her boots on. He's like, where are you going? And she tells him to fuck off. Now she's all scandalized. Like, oh, oh my god. You're sick. How dare you do this? And it's like, what? Lady, he's been telling you sick shit this whole time. Why are you acting all scandalized now? Yeah. I mean, it's more or less like... Um, him putting her in that position to kill him. Or be a like you know aiding and betting of him like his suicide could be pretty fucked up. And she said herself, she still does not believe that he's really a killer. So maybe like when she saw that like film of him killing P Beep, there was a part of her that was still like, hmm, seems awfully fake. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like if their relationship was a highway, she passed about a hundred fifty exits. <laughs> And now she's oh. like, wow, this is like a bullshit road. Why would anyone drive on it? It's like, what? You should have left. What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways, he runs down to the basement and hands her a harness. And he's like, I had it under my shirt. See, I was faking. I'm sorry I freaked you out. I really like you. I'm just trying to connect with you. He's you, like, you... I thought I'd give you the best episode of Encounters ever. And he's like, I'm not a murderer. No. Josh, when I'm are you a... going to commit, try to commit oh, oh. suicide to make this episode better? <laughs> <laughs> or attempt to? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, joking. Oh, li like, allegedly. Allegedly. No, don't do that. Just kill Vinny. 
Oh. Yeah, I already said I was going to earlier in the episode. I don't think you heard it because I think you blipped oh, out. Oh, Josh wants to fail the king, does he? Okay, <laughs> then let me put my head down. He told you you had 24 minutes, but you were checking Instagram again. I'm already oh. doing one of your fucking jobs. Oh. 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 I didn't know Josh <laughs> went down to the factory to make dye or whatever it is you do. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. He's like, I'm a sociopathic liar who's disconnected from people. Not I love lying and being weird to her. How is this reeling her back in? Uh, and yeah. she's like, thank you for trying to make a great episode. I think it's going to be a really great scene. Now they're setting up, and he's like, we're going to play a game. It's two lies and the truth. Oh, she says this, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, so you tell three stories and only one is true, and she'll guess which one. So he was like, I was born three months premature. I've never slept with the woman. I go hold my breath for two and a half minutes. She's like, it's the breath. And he's like, nah, I never fucked any lady. Yeah, he like he gives it up right away. She's got three chances to guess. And he immediately is just like, I'm a virgin. I've never fucked a lady. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's a virgin. He's just never fucked a lady. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Oh boy, you, 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 he could, he you, could you, have had he could have had sex with that old man in the hole that he acquired his chin pulling fucking disease from. Does it count yeah, when right. they're alive? It's maybe a sexually transmitted disease. It wasn't from the murder oh so much. Jesus Christ! <laughs> STI. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, he probably just got, you know, cramps in his beard. <laughs> He's just rubbing himself raw, trying to get him out of there. <laughs> That's what you she get thinks... for sleeping with Depender. <laughs> <laughs> he says, listen, you came out to be in the hot tub, and I didn't know what to do with that. And I was like, <laughs> don't bring it up again. And he's like, I had a psychotic break at 14, and then get out till I was 19. Then I worked in security, so I wasn't around people my age. And she's like, you've never had a girlfriend? And he says, no. And he's like, you know that movie, Never Been Kissed? I should have written and directed that. <laughs> I guess 40-year-old virgin was too low-hanging fruit here. Yeah. Her breast felt like, like sand. <laughs> two bags of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what though is I don't want to end up a, a, a lampshade in a creepy guy's apartment. <laughs> Probably got a fucking wolf mask. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she offers to be his first kiss, and he plays a little shy, but she goes for it. She gives him a little smooch, and he smiles and says that was cool. Now they're walking through the woods at night. Duplass has an idea for the climax of the episode. She's he's like close your eyes and she doesn't want to but she agrees. They takes out a heart necklace. He's like it's a symbol of my affection for her. And also there's a picture of someone else because I took it off his dead body. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. I mean if you take a little toothpick you could take that right out of there. It's like or just like keep it if you like the look of him. <laughs> Anyways, it's <laughs> it's part two now. He turns the camera around. She's like I don't get it. There's an open grave in the yard. He dug it before she got there. And he's like, I wasn't sure which one of us it was for, but now I've decided it's definitely both of us. Then he takes the camera from her and pulls her pulls a knife out. And she reaches for the one in her sock, but he's like, nah, 
I lifted it off you when I fell. <laughs> Here's the grand Christ. finale of the episode. We hear some aggressive stabbing. She looks real bummed out. Then he turns the camera <laughs> around and we see he's stabbing himself. And he says, let's stab each other and both die. <laughs> and he's like, I can't stab you, though. I like you too much. Here's like, the knife. Like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> This is like fucking Scream where they're like going at each other. It's like, I feel a little woozy. I got a lot of blood, man. Yeah, so much blood. You yeah, too. Skeet Ulrich ran out of the woods and started stabbing him too aggressively. <laughs> then he's like, did you see me in the latest one? That de-aging stuff was creepy. <laughs> I looked like a fucking mannequin. <laughs> Anyways, she runs away immediately and he chases her, but she gets away pretty easily because, you know, the stab wounds. <laughs> then he falls down he calls out to her, but she's gone. And he's like, you're not going to get far. I have your keys. Then she comes out of nowhere and knocks him over. The camera falls over. We see him run after her. And we hear her scream as he stabs her. He drags her to the grave and pulls her in with him. Then he crawls out of the grave to do a confessional. <laughs> Which is really going to freak the good people at MTV out. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> he tells the camera he doesn't think he's going to die tonight. And he's like, congratulations on making a great episode. She's like crawling out of the grave while he's talking this. I don't understand how he can't see what's happening. I, I guess the, the viewfinder isn't turned his way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, listen. Speaking for all narcissists, it, it absolutely would be. Oh, yeah, come on, trust me. I, I, I look at myself while we do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I didn't think I'd ever want to kill again, but you inspired me. Then she whacks it with the shovel. Mm. Cut to cars honking. We're on a busy city street. YouTube is walking down the street as the camera zooms in on her. She's unaware of the camera, which is following her from behind now onto the stubway. Duplot starts whistling the Big Bad Wolf theme, and she is smiling to nowhere, no one. Then she looks at the camera, and it goes down. It's over! <laughs> it is indeed over. Yeah. Josh, you selected the movie this week. It falls upon you to ask us the eternal question. Please proceed. Hey, J.K. Vin, did I scare you? Vinny, would you like to go first? No, no, I get scared. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it was not scary. Okay. I I didn't like it really. I don't I don't have like big problems with it. I just didn't like it. Did I did you like it, Vin? Yeah, no, second time around I, I, I liked it. I it's mostly because of Mark Duplass, man. I love Mark Duplass. Yeah, I I also like it, um, I don't really care for the girl. Like I definitely no, I, like. Yeah. She was like she. It's unfortunate where there is only like two characters in this like movie, and she literally is just like, I don't like. She's kind of annoying a little bit. Yeah, the parts she seems most into are the weirdly sexualized parts. Where I'm like, please stop. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. There's something about the way. Uh... I, there's something about the the way Duplass plays the role where if like it feels like somebody that's really going through a midlife crisis, even if this like if you're somebody that is a serial killer like that and you're 
have you you've lost your mojo and you're just like you're having uh yeah it's it's like if you're having a, a come to faith moment or come to jesus moment you're like what the fuck am i doing this for like why why do i keep doing this um there's it, it's it's weirdly relatable in some ways like oh, if you yeah. can take the context of murder away from it like <laughs> sure says the guy who stopped his podcast but let yeah, me tell yeah. you something well, let's say he we're, did it. we're gonna be slitting throats here every week don't you worry it's oh, never yeah. gonna be meaningless <laughs> um but yeah like i don't know mark mark is what brought me back to this uh, movie and i mean he's the thing i liked about the first movie so much um so like seeing more of that character, and I I totally believe the story of him, of that if that was his first kill, like actual, like if the, in in the basis of this movie, I could believe that that would be his first encounter and first kill. Um, and then he is a crazy person, so he probably does think that he has some mystical, you know, uh, belonging or uh, uh, connection with these murder victims. You know, like you well, hear about that yeah. shit with like Ted Bundy and all these people. You know. His story doesn't match up, though, because he says he was in a psych hospital from 14 to 19, but also yeah. he was 16 when he killed someone. It's like, I don't, I find his whole bit tiresome, where, like, he <laughs> launches into these long stories that are just designed to, like, put people off footing. I know they try to do a different thing with this one by having her not respond yeah. as normally as the guy in the first one did, but or I just... Be somebody that isn't scared of the jump scares. Like I, 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 yeah. I like that too. How she's, she's not afraid of the jump scares. When he does it, he, he's like, "Oh fuck!" Like you really aren't afraid. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I just find this whole like this movie is more exhausting than an hour and twenty minute movie <laughs> should be. Damn. And I, I was gonna compliment Josh on that too. I was like, "This is actually a pretty quick movie as well." I forgot that it's like it's in and out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's I mean, this episode will al- almost be shorter than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not picking up, what, if you're not picking up what Duplass is uh, dropping, it it feels pretty long. Yeah. Um. But all right, gentlemen, if we were anyone in this movie, uh, who would you be? Let's start with you, Vinny. Um, I'd probably be the bird. <laughs> <laughs> be the bird because i'm always fucking up people's like shit while they're in the middle of something important <laughs> yeah Vinny has definitely interrupted oh, me while i'm fuck. trying to say things so that i get frustrated and throw rocks at him see so <laughs> it works all right all right josh who would you be um i i would be the 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 girl uh because i could see myself doing something for so long and then <laughs> i did it for so long and going well this is not fucking paying off <laughs> 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 it's not like i hope to get famous but uh, i hope to make more listens than this <laughs> i think we've all been there so i am definitely her <laughs> yeah Jake, who are you in this movie? I guess I'm the wolf nanny cam. <laughs> because they're forcing me to watch it and just moving me around and there's nothing I can do about it. You're like, please turn me around. Please. <laughs> just like p- making me ever so direct so that I could watch her rub him down while he goes like, uh, uh, uh. 
Uh, I'm like, please. Please. Blue fairy this shit and scared me into a real wolf so I could walk away. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Anyways, uh, Josh, what would be your most gifable moment for this movie? Uh, the wolf in the car driving. <laughs> <laughs> Any particular context for that? I just like it because it'd be like, it's one of those days. Just, just <laughs> I'd do that, but with the I'm a naughty wolf. I'm a naughty wolf. Because I just like how, how funny it just looks with that wolf just sitting in the car driving. It's like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Mine would be more or less of like, how are you feeling today? I'm a naughty wolf. <laughs> I feel like I would go with when they're watching the video right after the axe killing when he turns Hope Flitter like, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and what did you think? I also like the countdown too, where he counts his steps like leading up to it and he's just like, okay. Anyways, I feel like mine would be good for like anytime you're introducing a video to taunt someone like... I don't know, say you hate the Yankees and they lost pretty bad that day. <laughs> Just be like, how'd the game go? Pretty good? <laughs> if you want one for that, you could have him just laying down, planking on the on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vinny. Uh, well, gentlemen, do we have anything else to say about Creep 2 before we move on to the mail? Uh, no, I, I, I would hope, I hoped somebody would enjoy this. I'm glad Vin did. I, I suspected that you would not, Jake. Uh, but I, I just, I, I wanted to, I wanted to do it. <laughs> and now we have, I assumed we would eventually. Yep. And now, now we you don't have. have to. We watched it. So and that's it. it. It's done now. We watched it. So you don't have to, but that's please right. go watch it. <laughs> Check out Netflix. Only an hour and 20 minutes. Check exactly. out hustle afterwards. That's a movie I watched that I liked this week. Agreed. Exactly. It's good. All right, Vinny, do we have any mail for this week? Uh, we do not. Okay, if people did want to mail us, where could they do so? They do so by emailing us at our email. It's disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail.com. Okay, and if instead, Vinny, they'd like to check us out on Instagram or Twitter? Our Instagram is didiscareyoupod, and our Twitter is disbypod. Yeah, and a special thank you to you, Josh. Oh, thank you, bud. For doing the Instagram pictures uh, last few weeks where he puts our heads on posters. They're always entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's great. I love it. It took a job. It, 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 I, I was just trying to alleviate some of Vin's stress. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> oh, isn't that nice? Yeah, and right, I have Vinny. no podcast, so fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, until you get into another one, I, I guess we'll have to uh, yeah. we'll have to abuse your services. Yeah, uh, Vinny, we're at the time of the week where you select the episode for next week. What will will we be watching next week? Well, Jake, I wanted to pick something. I wanted to pick this movie a while ago, but I didn't know when I wanted to spring on. Jake, the new season of The Boys came out this. Uh, this week was it th- no 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 it's what was it like a couple of weeks ago that it started because yeah boys doing, started like five weeks ago yeah because they're doing like one episode a week I, I just i just caught on to the new season jake 
you know how much I like superhero shit. And I know how much you hate superhero shit. I wouldn't say that, but... Well, you're not very excited about it, that's for sure. I would say, given this and New Mutants, I don't like when you pick uh, superhero movies that are just barely horror movies, but go on. It's okay, because this one, I believe, is actually a horror movie, for sure. So, Jake... I would disagree, given the 20 minutes I've watched already. Go ahead. All right, Jake, we're going to be watching a movie called Brightburn. Uh-huh. As soon as you said it, I started thinking about what... It, I was like, oh, okay, I know what he's going with. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we're gonna find out what happens if Superman was evil. I, yeah, kind of long and short of it. I mean, yeah, almost immediately too. I mean, if anybody is has that like an interesting like wants to like go into like another storyline like that, I suggest reading or watching the Red Sun. That shit's pretty cool. It's when Superman falls into Soviet Russia. I thought that was when uh, Superman was actually Native American. <laughs> that would be fucking bonkers right he, he helps the lost boys fight captain hook i was gonna i was gonna make some i can't <laughs> i shouldn't have so I mean, don't you... worry about it all right Vinny. people can watch bright bird on tubi oh uh, <laughs> the dreaded tubi yeah yeah the dreaded tubi <laughs> or you just rent it like a big boy Oh, not fuck that. Not, never if I don't have to. <laughs> Save them dollars, people. Uh, okay. Well, a thank you as always to Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song "Monster" for our intro and outro. A thank you to you, Josh, for guesting with us this week. Always a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thank thanks you. for stopping by again. Love you guys. Love Number you one podcast on my feed every week. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for breaking my cow lamp. All right. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. And I'm Josh. Josh, you want to take it home? Oh, yeah. And thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah.